All right, all right. <clears throat> With what's left of my <laughs> my voice. Um, yeah, hi, everybody. It's uh, well, just before midnight on the 15th of October. And yes, we are convening for, well, I got to go and uh, do some weights and work off some... Um, <laughs> work off some uh, adrenaline because it was quite an exciting debate and um, I'm I'm sort of could share my thoughts but I think you guys got my thoughts over the course of the debate if you had sort of comments or, or issues you we can just um, you can just unmute and well, I guess you do you have to ask yeah just raise your hand if you wanted uh, to to talk about it it'd be kind of nice if it was a bit more of a free-for-all so just yeah just unmute everybody and and share your thoughts. Uh, how was it like? Well, what was it like for you guys? I mean, I, I certainly understand that I'm representing, so to speak, the uh, the the community. And yeah, feedback, thoughts. Could have done better. Could have done worse. I'm I'm always happy to hear these kinds of things. And uh, yeah, just unmute yourself if you wanted to uh, bring bring that up, or I guess click on some sort of request to talk thing, and we can uh, we can take it from there. Yes, Q, my friend, what's on your mind? Yeah, can you uh, can you hear me? You need to unmute. I think did it not uh, did it not take that you could speak? Yeah, allow to speak. All right, how's that? Yes, go uh, ahead, my friend. Yeah, that's working now. Sorry about that technical difficulties. Um, I didn't get to see the whole debate, but I watched about half an hour of it, and I think what what I took away from it and what what I laughed at was every argument the communism like the communist uh, guys seemed to have. They somehow twisted it and tried to blame capitalism. So I think the comment that they made about um. You know, the, the Chinese Communist Party actually being capitalist, for example, um, and that being the reason that, uh, you know, the virus was released uh, released into the world, I had, had a bit of a laugh at. It, it is kind of easy, I guess, to, to like, everything I don't like is, is capital. I just have this big bag. I can, everything that's dysfunctional, I could just call capitalism and think that I've achieved uh, or something. And I was a little unclear, like, they were saying they don't like the state, then the Ukrainian guy was saying that, Oh well, but you know we we need to be able to negotiate contracts from a position of equality, and it's like okay, so they were demanding who who enforces these contracts in the absence of the state, and then they were like, well, here's the contract uh, that that we need to be enforced in order for there to be equity and so on. And I'm not I'm not sure if you're like, how are you not exploiting people if you're paying other people to do it? Like this guy with the comic book. I mean that that to me was almost comical, right? That that he's got this. If you missed at the beginning, like he's got this he's got this comic book that's being produced and he's crowdfunded it and he's got he's raised capital to 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 do all of that and and uh that's just i don't know i just thought that was uh, pretty funny that um and and you know i i get i was kind of half and half about expressing how pissed off i was that these supposed communists are just trashing the working class guy uh, and and defending the actions of the big multinational corporations i guess it's not capitalism if it silences someone you don't like uh, i guess then it's it's something else entirely uh grand beef i think you're in with us too no and then, then also too, um when you when you were talking about the um you know, sort of state-sponsored healthcare, um, and it being a socialist system. Of course, they they rebutted and said, "Oh no, no, in, any any healthcare that's provided by the state couldn't possibly be socialist healthcare." Um, that I I, just, I I had I had a laugh to myself just because the the, the reason and logic. I, I I don't know how they can possibly arrive at that as a, a logical conclusion. I find that tricky. I find that a little tricky to to follow. But I think it generally anything that's dysfunctional is is capitalism. 
And they, I, was, was I unclear about the whole IDF thing? Was I sort of missing something about that? Like they're saying the IDF is is necessary for capitalism. And I said, well, the IDF, like they wouldn't even answer whether it was funded voluntarily or coercively. And that became rather baffling. To, well, I guess not that baffling. But they say the IDF is is necessary for capitalism, but capitalism is, is private property. But the IDF, of course, only exists as all government things in this nature do they only exist through violations of property rights and and i look i don't mind this this is tricky stuff to think through i i don't mind that you know i'm asking some tough questions and you know they may have good answers they may not it's just that oh the arrogance that's the thing that i find really uh probably my toughest thing because uh, i view intellectual humility as a pretty pretty important thing <laughs> in life a pretty important skill to have and just this arrogance i just could like oh that's it's so easy to answer oh i can't believe you're asking this question ah, it's just like oh man you know and and i really dislike it when people um can't respond without characterizing your argument first like they can't just give you an answer right like I, when i was answering the mises thing like the price thing i was like okay this is an argument from mises and blah 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 as opposed to, oh, I can't believe these idiots have never dealt with this price. Like, I really dislike it when people can't answer a question without characterizing it or, or insulting the... Like, they just they can't just answer. That's why I got mad at the guy after a while. It's like, just answer, just answer a question, man. Like, what's with all these insults? Uh, and, oh, this is so stupid and this is so ridiculous and only... Oh, like, it's just I don't know. I, I, honestly, I would never think of of looking these guys up and oh, did someone say something bad about them in the past? And and starting off with that, I just like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just bizarre. Dylan, I think. Oh, yeah, sorry, I mean, you CJ, had something else. Go ahead. CJ already said what I was thinking, but I didn't realize that uh, capitalist China and capitalist socialized medicine in Canada was our worst enemy, but. Uh, also, the currency is not real, and it just made me think of Norm Macdonald, like a joke from him, like, oh, I hear money's not real, but it sure bought me this cool motorcycle that I do wheelies on every day. Right, so that old Pink Floyd thing, you know, they say money is the root of all evil, but the, you ask for a raise, they're not giving any away. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, God, it's brutal. It was fun. I actually had a good time listening. It was wild. And uh, uh, JF was kind of quiet. I, I, I mean, I know I'm kind of fiery and 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 all animated, and and maybe that was sort of part of it. But yeah, he he, he seemed pretty pretty restrained. He had some, I, you know, I'm I'm obviously not a big fan of the Jeffrey Epstein thing, to put it mildly. But it, 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 you know, and for me, it's like, do you want to have a debate? Yeah, it's been a while. You know, I'm I'm happy to have a debate. Oh, it's with JF. It's like, okay, I have disagreements with the guy for sure, but at least I get to have a debate, and you know, hopefully smack some sense into the audience listening to to this uh, this stuff. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't aware of the Epstein thing. Yeah, I'd heard about it before. I, I think he took I think he took a grant from Epstein way way back in the past, and um, I don't know. I mean, to me, it would be like you know, give the money to charity or something or whatever, right? But I, you know, so he's got his arguments about it, and that's pretty unsavory. I think this was before the Epstein stuff really became uh, noticeable, but um, right. It's also fascinating to me. They they Stalin is an idiot. Stalin was you know whatever. They just they can't seem to use the term good and evil except you're an ethno-nationalist or whatever it is, right? It's like, 
that that that's always a warning flag to me. Or the deaths in the Soviet Union were excessive. It's like, oh man, that's <laughs> yeah. brutal. I mean, can you imagine saying that about the Holocaust? It'd be monstrous. Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 a ridiculous argument, and it's or it's not. It's a ridiculous non-argument. And oh, uh, it's a confession. <laughs> it's a confession. I mean. Or, or, you know, the problem was this one guy, he had propaganda. And it's like, don't you want a system where one guy can't make propaganda and cause the deaths of 40 million people? I'd like that system. I'd hate for my life to be dependent upon some bureaucrat getting things right in some other country. That would be mad. Oh, yes. Well, there's either the, the, the well, you... things in China that the, the, the starvations in China happened because of this guy. And it's like, no, no, we want a system <laughs> where that doesn't happen. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, you... you... I mean, you mentioned several times that people can't handle power, which is obvious. And they would always, within, I don't know, less than two minutes, say, well, it wouldn't be like that in my system. Right. Like, it's so lost. It's just so lost. That's that's one of the things that's always frustrated me about arguing with uh, communists and socialists, because they always tend to be moral nihilists or moral relativists or moral subjectivists, blah, blah, blah. But then they're like, oh, nationalism, that's so, you're racist. It's like, oh, God, you're, you're acting out all this moral uh, disgust and hate and, and, and feelings, like, fuck off with this, this nihilism and... Uh, it's, just, it's always driven me nuts to uh, argue with them. They, they they act so passionate in moral directions, but then also, like with a straight face, try to tell you that there's no such thing as morality or that it doesn't matter. It's a subjective or relative or all this shit. Well, and, and they were accusing JF of hate speech or me of inciting violence. It seemed to me that the Ukrainian guy got pretty close to, yeah, you got to do evil to get communism. Uh <laughs> If not, yeah. you know, like he was like, well, you can't be virtuous to get this stuff. It's like, okay, well, then what evils would you do to, to enlighten me? What would you do? Yep. Yep. <laughs> and, and and it's it, they're serious, though. Like they, they this these are the principles by which they live their lives. They would do these things, which it, that that when you understand that you take that seriously, like it's not just a thought experiment it makes society makes a whole lot more sense how it is the way it is. They go to, to, to Marxist professors that tell them these things like, Oh yeah, you, 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 you're going to have to participate in the capitalist system and do these things and blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's just your role in society and who cares if it's evil or it doesn't matter. And people go on and live that way. Yeah. Why was it hard to get them to say that they think that progress and freedom is better? That just, that just seems, I mean, that I wasn't really expecting. It's like, well, of course, communism is better. They just wouldn't, they wouldn't get there. And I just, that, that was a little baffling to me. Like, why, 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 why is that, why is that such a big problem? Hmm. Yeah. When you said that you incited violence, you just mentioned that you interviewed the 17 experts on IQ. And he immediately jumped to you're being violent. Yeah, is, like what is that? And and he claims everything he does that? is scientific, but when I actually quote scientists, it's like that's violence. Well, no, he's he's making the claim that uh, you're you're putting this information out there that other people are going to use as a cause to be violence, and that somehow like that's indicative of you that that's a even true at all, and then beyond that, you know uh, that 
that's somehow uh, something you're responsible for if someone were to do something like that. Well, what, what about calling just, me an ethnic nationalist and a racist? Is that going to make people feel violent towards me? <laughs> it, we know that yeah. it has, in fact. It does, in fact. Yep. That. So, yeah. How about I, I, yeah. I, I did want to say this, Steph. I, I appreciate it. There was a, a moment there where, of course, I, I like I tuned in to watch you tear some commies apart. And I was not disappointed. I really appreciate that. I, I don't want you to be too reasonable. I, I want to see them squirm. Um, but also, there was a moment where uh, I don't think say you held back, but you also like you know you dropped the combativeness for a moment and was like, hey, look, I'm really interested. I'm really curious. Like, let's let's figure this out. Let's work on this. And it was really I really appreciated uh, seeing that dynamic where you were um, you were giving it back to them. You were <laughs> kind of making them pay for it. Uh, you know, for a, a bit, uh, but also that you came, I guess for the sake of the audience, uh, that you could bring it back to a, I don't want to say a more reasonable, because it's not like you weren't unreasonable to defend yourself or to be passionate about what you're, you're speaking about. Uh, but there was a moment there where, I guess it, it, it to me, it, it opened the door more up for the audience and you... I guess I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't quite know how to put it. Do you understand what I was? No. Was it was it around uh, some of the? Hey, I've got a way of helping you guys achieve a great society that doesn't require you to do evil. Like you, we can. Or, um, or, or was it? Well, like I'm genuinely curious about. Yes, that one. That. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Right then. No, I, I yeah, was. And, and I mean, like, I'm hey, genuinely curious yeah. about how they answer these, uh, these these questions, and yeah, it doesn't really seem to to work out too well <laughs> yeah yeah and i would like to know i mean i know that they have a very tough time answering these questions and it's mostly going to be obfuscation and and insults uh but uh yeah they just you you can you can smell almost and, and particularly with the the comic book guy uh i mean God, i can't imagine what his childhood was like just in terms of like how he was treated verbally that he just yeah. has to be that vitriolic and and yeah. abusive in his language uh that's well, man, and... that's rough He's got this deep belief that, like my my sense of what did he, how did he describe it? My sense of like I that uh, my it, the way I know the way he put it. He puts it hyperbolically, like I'm the only thing in the universe that matters. Of course, that's not the way normal people function or capitalists. But it's something like my sense of ego, my sense of self. Like I guess the the Randy and like no, I fucking matter and I have preferences, you know. And and the, the crowd, the. Uh, the collective does not get to put them on me. You know, it just, it sound and the way he described that as being like the pit of darkness, I'm like, holy shit, man, what was your childhood like? What were you guilted and, and twisted around? Yeah. And, and the, um, the Buddhist thing I found quite surprising. I've never met the Marxist Buddhist before. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's, I guess it's kind of a trope where I, like, I, it's not surprising at all for me to come across like a socialist Buddhist kind of thing. Cause Buddhism is kind of pretty like morally gooey. Well, socialist, uh, yes. But you know, yeah. outright uh, Stalin was just misguided kind of stuff that that's not to me in that camp at all. Well, it is, it is, he is notably like a Western Buddhist, <laughs> you know, that's, I think there's something special to that. Cause, uh, God, I thought it, the it Buddhism like was the, like change yeah. comes from within and, and fix yourself. And, and, and he's like that, doesn't seem to be quite such a thing. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to say I was slightly disappointed when you didn't have a 15-page text in front of you for your entry, in, 
for your opening statement. Oh, the guy, the guy auditioning for Microsoft, Sam. Yeah, no, that's uh, oh, that right. was that was not the most. Was, and he's like half off the screen with a crackly mic. I mean, that's just technical presentation oh, stuff. You got to get worked out. I'll say I have a broken pinky toe right now, and I was still kicking the floor trying not to squirm. <laughs> that was yeah. absolutely brutal. I, I felt bad. I, I was I was excited for the debate, and that really killed it so quickly. Even though it got exciting. And it was well, you fun. should see you should see how friendly oh, wow. they were, how friendly and chatty they were before uh, the debate, and then they go straight into ethno nationalist racist you know and it's just like oh that's okay all right yeah. let's let's do this yep. shit then right yeah that's okay so that's one of the things i i especially really appreciate i was a really like even like holy shit stuff how you could retain your patience through all of that like don't get me wrong like you did like you you gave them uh you gave them a tongue lashing here and there which again was very great to see but also like how you could keep your attention and patience on their droll monotonous insulting shit yes oh god like how do you do it man how do you do it <laughs> okay but so t but tell me what it would what would it look like to lose my patience what how would you know or how did you know i kept it oh that's true that well, is true that's true i didn't see any snot coming out of your nose so <laughs> wrong camera angle yeah maybe maybe yeah yeah fair fair no, I mean, I'm genuinely like, how would you know? Like, would I scream it? Like, w what would it look like to lose my patience to you? Okay, so, so to me, like the inner me, like what I would have done, I'd be like, this is this is a fucking joke. All right, this, I've got better things to do. I'm out. Peace. You know, sorry, like, JF. Sorry, like a rage quit kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. You're like, look, this is just an utter joke. These guys are so, like, not even worth engaging with. It's It's a waste of time to be here and then just cash out. You know, like that, that was, that was my internal like drive. Like, oh man, if I was in Steph's shoes, I'd be like, oh no, thank you. Do you not you know? care about the children though, Jared? Because that's what it's all about, right? right? That's why I would understand. That's why I understand. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I mean, if I rage quit, then, you know, 20 more kids get beaten up uh, at some point Amen. at least. Right. And it's like those 20 kids are like, please don't rage quit. Please don't rage quit. Please yeah. make it through. Yes. Thank you. Okay, so when you're in when you're in a debate and you're you're, you're are those the kind of the things that are coming through your mind? Is there a part of you that shows up and it's like you've got better things to do, man? You could be cleaning, you could be scrubbing the toilet right now, you know? And there's a part of you that's like, come on, let's get out of here. This is not worth it. And then you've got to be like, nope, the kids. You know, is, is that something that goes on for you in some Well, these, no. Uh, so, you know, I, have you ever had someone in your life you hear terrible things about and then you meet them and like. He seems like a reasonable enough guy. And so in the, in the circle of venues that they move in, you know, they hear these terrible things about me. And yeah, I, I mean, I don't think I talked about a whole bunch of stuff here that you guys haven't heard before, maybe a couple of new arguments. But I just, you know, it, it helps to discredit the people who lie about me when I have, you know, passionate, empathetic, reasonable debates and and they get to actually hear what i say from my own mouth rather than through other people's slice and dice selective editing stuff yeah okay that that makes sense yeah well i think too like you know your, your previous debates you've had you know your rationality rules and your peter joseph's they were far more intellectually challenging i think for you these guys relative to them came across as quite amateurish and obviously the appeals to authority and the the, the insults, etc. I think you could see through 
their BS more than some of your other things. So probably I would imagine it would be easier for you to maintain your cool with, you know, sort of second tier intellectuals like these guys. Oh, no, it's actually, to me, it's actually, it's way easier to keep my cool when I'm really being challenged. Because, like, if you think if you're like, because uh, you, otherwise your mind wanders, you get kind of distracted, you 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 get annoyed, and and it's just not really as like if you've ever listened to some kid tell a really long rambling story, it's you know it it time passes slowly and you're more aware of your own sensations than if you you know you're listening to a really interesting story. Uh, so mm-hmm. I actually find it easier to keep my cool when that somebody really sharp is is uh, is uh, is going at me. No, and, and and that makes sense. And I mean, I I didn't get that these guys were particularly sharp, personally. <laughs> so that was that was my my impression. A lazy socialist never. <laughs> I know. And and the smarminess, I think, that bothers me as well. I was trying to think of the best adjective to describe the guy with long hair. And you know, you were talking about um, you know, like you made a comment about a rise to violence before. Tell me that isn't a face that you would look at and just not want to slap. someone in the chat called him the comic book guy i thought that was pretty apt (laughs) from the simpsons yeah i mean so it's it's always my question sort of when debating this kind of people like do they have a genuine desire to help the world but they've just been told the entirely wrong way to do it or or do they just want to have power over people and this is the fastest way to get there, right? And those two, I don't know at the beginning which which way it is. You can a little bit tell by looking at people, but yeah, so the 100 million dead, if you say, oh, you know, that number has been debunked, it's like, okay, can we cut it in half? That's why I said, can, do you want to cut it in half? Is it 50 million? I mean, <laughs> is that okay then? Uh, and And all of this kind of stuff, so... Um, and and he was right. I think the 18 seconds is with the doctors before. Yeah, I made him just made a mistake on that one. It's before you get interrupted rather than the prescription is written. Although in my experience, after you're interrupted, it's pretty much it. But uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, it's just a minor little mistake. But uh, yeah, it's uh, this minimization stuff is is pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Um, you you couldn't get away with it in any other context. Like you can't minimize the Holocaust, and you shouldn't. And you can't minimize you know other other atrocities that have happened around. Like you can't. Oh well, Pinochet only threw a couple of communists out of helicopters, right? I mean, you. you but in this particular context, you can say, well, the hundred million is too high an estimate. <laughs> okay. Um, is that your major issue? I'm sorry. I was going to say, do you, do you think that do you think they justify it because in their minds, you know, the, the, the communist utopia is the, is the ultimate argument for the means justifies the ends. So, you know, un, unlike, um, you know, I suppose if you're looking at at fascism as not having that that supposed ideal end state for everyone, do you, do you think it's because of the, the the means justify the ends is the reason they do it? Well, I don't know what their ends are. That's always my question with this this mindset. Again, is is it like they genuinely believe that they're going to make the world a better place? You know, you got to break a few a few eggs to make your omelet kind of thing. Or is it just like, look, I want power. I'm a frustrated, angry person and communism gives me a lot of power. 
And so I'm just going to say whatever it takes to advance the cause that's going to give me the most power. Do they genuinely care about the poor? Now, of course, my answer would be, look, I mean, they, they took the sides of major corporations in silencing a working class person. And that's why I said the worst fucking communist I've ever seen in my life. Because you may believe that, but you don't start off by saying that. Like, are you crazy? <laughs> like, what is the matter? That's the worst possible outcome that, that you could have. I mean, that would be like me as an anarchist cheering on the state smashing up someone I disagreed with on an intellectual level, right? That would just be like that's the worst anti-statist attitude. And the fact that they were cheering on giant corporations for smacking down uh, and and you know, perfectly legitimate legal speech on, on the part of the proletariat, I mean, that, that to me is like, okay, you guys are not interested in making the world a better place. And they didn't sit there and say, you know what? You got a point there. And I think I let my anger at you or my disgust at you, Steph, to get the better of me. And I, you know, you're right. I, I shouldn't I shouldn't cheer that on. That's that is me taking the sides of major multinational corporations against a working class guy. And that's not the that's not the way we should start things and, and let's and that would be like, hey man, you know, we all let our tempers get away with us. But man, they they did not address that 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 argument once. And after that, it's like, okay, well, then I don't have to be nice at all, right? Treat people the best you can first time you meet them. After that, treat them the way that they that they treat you. Well, comic comic book Brent already used his power to tell us all to get vaccinated, so that was nice. Yeah, I guess he doesn't mind Big Pharma in that standpoint, right? Yeah. But of course, the communists, the, the communists do want the destabilization that, that comes from this kind of uh, COVID stuff, right? So... I couldn't help but notice that uh, comic book guy was rather overweight. Uh, pretty, pretty certain about vaccinations, though. Uh, yes. Well, I mean, I assume that his friends and family are probably overweight as well, and maybe that had something to to do with it. I mean, I think Scott Adams was saying the other day. I'm sort of paraphrasing a little, but it's like, yeah. So somebody dies from coronavirus, and uh, sometimes that's because they've just made every bad decision beforehand. Right, like the overweight and no exercise and bad eating or whatever it is, right? So yeah, I would assume that he's probably at higher risk, and uh, I assume that you know overweight people tend to hang together, and I assume that you know friends and family are also overweight, and maybe that had something to do with it. Still a horrible loss, though. But yeah, yeah, that's pretty rough. Uh, any uh, any suggestions? I'm obviously happy for you know improvements. It may be a while after this till I get invited. <laughs> They seem to get more and more spaced out, which is kind of like the invitations. But uh, any suggestions or uh, things that I could have done differently or better, in your opinion? I'm obviously happy to get that kind of feedback, too. Hmm. I, I prefer when it's it's you and one other person, the moderator, myself, hmm. because I feel like if there's two other chefs there, you lose your train of thought a little bit and or you are cognizant of the fact that you have to share the mic, so I don't think you necessarily go as hard as you could. So I, I find that when you have the chance to really drill into arguments with with someone, that the, the chats are more engaging. So that would be my feedback. I agree. Now, we were actually supposed yeah. to do this last week, and the two original communists backed out, or at least one of them did. So I agree with you. I, I would much rather it be a one-on-one, -on -one, but uh, I figured, you know, I hate to say beggars can't be choosers, but there's a little bit of that at the moment. 
I actually got, had a different uh, perspective on this one. I, I thought JF, I'm, I'm usually pretty critical of him. I think he did a b good job of letting you largely take the stage and then just jumping in here and there uh, and, and helping out. It, it seemed like, uh, like I heard you talking 80% of the time and that was great. That's kind of what I wanted. Uh, so from my perspective of it, it, it wasn't too much of a detriment to have a uh, two on two. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure where he was going with this, you know, birth rate stuff. And, and to me, if you're going to bring it up, be clear. And if you're not going to bring it up, don't bring it up. And I, I don't really get I didn't really I honestly didn't really get what he was going with that. But it seemed like he was kind of dancing around a, an edgelord topic and all that. Um, and, and so to me, it's like, you know, OK, if we're going to do the IQ stuff, yeah, we'll we'll do the IQ stuff. I'll be as clear as I can. But I try not to drop things in that are edgy without fleshing them out if that makes sense that's yeah. a that's a really good point yeah jf can be a liability in that area <laughs> yeah I don't well know ultimately it was you versus the comic book brand that was the meat of the debate jf and uh swole were mostly quiet yeah i mean he did definitely had <laughs> i don't know why you don't test this stuff before man it's like but anyway, uh, he did have that issue. And I mean, I've certainly had my own technical issues from time to time, but usually there's some decent backup for it. Uh, right. Uh, sorry. I, I'm sorry. I, I wasn't looking at the screen. Somebody else wants to wants to jump in. Uh, sorry. I'm just yeah. going to give you the permission-y thing here, but uh, go ahead. Yeah, Steph. So I thought it was interesting how he didn't want to use the word good around you. And then I thought that was like a compliment because I think he was afraid that if he used, like said that the reason why they were doing something was because they wanted to pursue the good. Then like, you know, because of, you know, your work on UPB, you would be able to like uh, tear that down with strong arguments. Well, I, so, I wouldn't have torn him down. I would have just said, okay, so define the good, right? Because they didn't want to do yeah, definitions, and, right? I mean, what is capitalism? I don't know. Want... Capitalism is the protection of private property that apparently is completely yeah. simultaneous to violating your private property for a government. Um, so no, I mean that's that's you know define it and then see if you can universalize it, right? And they were not very good at that. So yeah, if he just said this is the good, right? Okay, well, how do you define the good and and how do you justify it and right? So yeah, maybe that was why. But yeah, it's, uh... look, I mean, of all the of all the people in the world. I mean, you're the person who can probably like uh, go down that logical road better than anybody. And then, so he's like, I'm not even going to use the word in front of this person, I think. And uh, when they start insulting my boy Thomas Sowell, I mean, dude, dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll take some trash. I'll even trash talk Ayn Rand, but I mean, Thomas Sowell has such a special place in my heart uh, as as a, a thinker, and and particularly his his arguments about culture and slavery. And I mean, I don't know when there's just some comic book guy trashing the great Doctor <laughs> Doctor Soul. I'm like, oh, now just dismissing him contemptuously. It's like, what does Buddhism say about the Dunning Kruger effect? Because I think you might want to reread that part. <laughs> I also had a thought about when he was uh, talking about uh, how he was a Marxist Buddhist. Like, I, I think there's a, a strain of thought in Buddhism that denies the individual. And then, so, you know, you're like, you believe in a, a lot of individual 
rights and then so he's kind of saying from a religious perspective he uh doesn't recognize that yeah i I always thought like he's saying that the collective is always smarter than the individual i'm like so why am i speaking to the least intelligent of you like why am i just speaking to one of you if the collective is so much smarter why don't i get to talk to the collective oh that's right that can't possibly happen because you need one vocal cord to make an argument And you know, you've also been talking about how communism is the state plus like women and or feminism. And then I thought it was interesting that that guy had like long, ble- uh, beautiful hair. Right. Yeah. May not be blessed with an excess of testosterone. All right. Let's see if there's anybody else who has any. I mean, what I what I thought about how like swole was going on, it I, just the word came to my head, just sophist came to my head. Do you think that? I'm oh, sorry, I'm kind of kind of nervous right now. No, it's fine. <laughs> Did you think that you got yeah. anything in particular that made him appear that way to you, or the the good thing where he wouldn't have anything straightforward, any answer? Because if you conflate, uh, not conflate, if you overcomplicate. An answer you can't really you can like twist it to any way you want make some parts of it the part of the reply like you just forget from the listener like the listener forgets some parts of your reply and then you could overemphasize the parts that you'd want to manipulate the audience to knowing right right if that makes sense it is uh yeah and and it is um the, the, the definition stuff starting with like the question the real question for me is like what's the problem with starting from a blank slate that's always like, what, what's wrong with just starting from a blank slate and saying, okay, let's pretend I knew nothing. How am I going to make sure that I end up knowing something, something of value? And when people have this, oh, um, when people have this idea that they're starting with the conclusion, then always my question is, okay, well, what is it that's driving this? Like, if you don't want to define your terms for yourself, if you don't want to start with a blank slate, if you don't want to make sure as much as possible you get it as right as possible, what is it for? It's got to be for some particular emotional need. And, uh, you know, I couldn't help but think with, I think it was Swole, right? The guy was half Irish and half Ukrainian. I mean, communism killed your ancestors, and it wasn't even that long ago. Like, three generations ago, like, half of your ancestors were wiped out. I, I, you know... It gives me a little bit of pause. Like, you know, one of the reasons that, you know, I don't like what's going on at the moment is, you know, half my ancestors bled and died so that we could have a Nuremberg Code, you know, which is like no forced medical experiments, no bribed medical experiments. I feel a little bit of an obligation to them. Like, don't just fold, (laughs) you know, because like they all bled and died in ditches for this stuff, which is actually pretty important. And I guess I don't really quite understand how you just kind of like, oh, no, it wasn't a genocide and this and that. It's like, and that's like, how on earth do we know? We don't know what the mindset was of people on the other side of the world a hundred years ago. We don't know what their plans were. Well, the documentation is like, yeah, but the Nazis shredded as much documents as they could come across and they're not going to write this stuff down. And I don't know. It just seems really sad when we're sitting there trying to say, well, why were 20 million people killed? What was the mindset of the people who were killing them? It's like, I don't care. I, how how could we possibly know for sure? And what the hell does it matter? I mean, I don't. I think the only thing 
uh, this might be like guessing at what they might be thinking, but the ends justify the means. That's the kind of mindset I think they have. Whatever right, whatever right now, whatever they're saying right now, might not even be what they really feel. But they just want to do it just to get to the means, which is whatever they think their utopia is going to be. Like, yeah, like they'd prefer the war over ending slave, the war to end slavery in America, like all bloodshed and all that. Whether it's if it's voluntary, voluntary or not, over the like economic way slavery was over in like, the UK and all that. So right. they they don't care about what's going on right now. They just want the the ends. Okay, but what what's the ends? Like, what what do you think the ends are for them? What are the, what do they want? Yeah, like the communist communal. Like they think that. Yeah, like the. I said example of you said I think it was um like two days ago it was one of the shows you did about the like when the first American sellers came in from Europe they did the communal thing where they think that's like the the way to do it the uh, I think they think that's the the better way to it's also it's form like a I think I, I, yeah I get that but it's also kind of funny to me that like writing a comic book is like the least proletariat thing that I could possibly imagine. You know, the proletariat are like, you know, hard scrabble laborers and, and you know, that's like the most bourgeois thing that I could possibly, it's just not a huge argument or anything. I just thought it was kind of funny that I, who've done a huge amount of manual labor in my life and, and worked in proletariat occupations for many, many, many years. And this guy, I mean, maybe he has some proletariat credentials in the past, but it's like, I'm making a comic book for adults. It's like, <laughs> it's like the least... Proletariat used to have this kind of macho thing, like big muscled guys with hammers building tanks and stuff. And it's just like I'm I'm penning a comic book and I'm in my 20s or however old he is. And it's not a particular argument. I just think it's kind of it's about as far from proletariat as you could possibly be. Maybe it was the news of Superman being gay that made him all excited about getting into the comic book space. <laughs> Maybe another fantasy. Yeah. Well, I think what, I think what they want is the opposite of what you say. Like what they want is the paradigm of knowing what people want, and what you say is let it happen, let it be spontaneous. I don't know what they want, and they want to know what you want. So they're yeah. I mean that that, that thing position. is like, well, we're going to get rid of the state, and then we're going to make sure no one has any money. It's like what. <laughs> Who are you to say the how the hell people should organize themselves in the absence of a state? I mean, uh, why would like talk about that's why I said you know meet the new boss same as the old boss, you know it's like well we we finally yeah. got rid of this oppressive oligarchical coercive regime and now if you use money we're going to shoot you and it's like <laughs> I don't think that's the freedom and progress I was promised. I don't think they're conscious of what they want, and this I know like. As I go down this road, like I, I hesitate with it because, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's, it's their uh, the whole socialism, communism thing is their like messed up childhood stuff, and they're they're not really conscious of what they're after. They're after something, you know. There's something deep down that's motivating them that, that they're just mm -hmm. not aware of. But at the same time, I also don't want that to be the grab bag of every, you know. All the world's problem. I mean, it is kind of the case that all like the world's problems are, you know, early childhood trauma, you know, in a sense. But there, are, there does seem to be like that can be taken too far in prescribing people's errors. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, and you do have yeah, to I be mean, careful with pathological altruism. You're like, oh, the poor wounded child within. It's like, yeah, oh, these guys are pretty dangerous. I mean, communists. No, are abs- pretty violent, absolutely. Right? Yeah, once you're an adult well, almost- and you're uh, you're acting it out, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's the ro- the lo- uh, the laws of reciprocity. You know, but almost like they're very conscious of what they want, and they can't admit that they can't put those wants on other people because mm-hmm. in a free society, you. you you're not conscious of what you want or what people want, but they are hyper-conscious of telling people what they need or want. And I'd guess I they were the two when they were kids. So the only, the only like kind of power they'd have is they have their own fantasy. And if anything hostile goes, any good, tries to contradict that fantasy, they have like a primal uh, instinct to like defend it, even if it's wrong or right. Hmm. Yeah. I think the lack of definitions is very interesting, too. And I'm going to use an analogy around sort of the the temptation of the devil. So, you know, what does the devil do? He parades in front of you a whole bunch of things to see which one tempts you. You know, like if if you want to do a honey trap for some guy, you have to find out if he's a boob man or a leg man or a butt man. And then you just got to get some big (laughs) boobed, long legged, big butt woman or whatever. And you just parade things. Is Is it money that you want? Is it power? Is it sex? Is it drugs? Is it? gambling winnings is it prestige like whatever your shakespearean kind of weakness is the fatal flaw that's gonna gonna grind you down and i think almost it's like the the lack of definitions is like well i want to be able to keep promising you stuff until i figure out how to pick the lock to get you to like this stuff and i think that the, the definition stuff would be like okay here's what i have to offer do you like it or not? And and I used to have these fights in the business world. I'm sure people in software or other they have these fights all the time. And the fight is something like, don't don't sell what we don't have, right? I always have to have these fights with the with the salespeople because the salespeople would the customer would say, does it do this? And they'd be like, sure, yeah, totally it does, right? <laughs> and and it didn't, right? And then they'd say, we'll just build it in. And like, and I used to say to them, look, your job as salespeople is not to just Anyone can promise anything and call themselves a great salesman. I can give you a Lamborghini for a dollar. And it's, people are like, wow, I'll take 10 of those, 100 of those. Like, wow, what a great salesman I am. It's like, no, you're not. You're just promising stuff for virtually free. And so rather than like I sell what I have, right? This is a non-aggression principle, peaceful parenting, UPB. I sell what I have. And these guys would be like, okay, do you hate the rich? Okay, well, okay, if you don't hate the rich – uh, do you love the poor? Do you, do you do you think that the poor are great? Okay. Uh, do you hate um, colonialism? Okay, that's capitalism. Do you like do you do, do you hate the military industrial complex? That's capitalism. Do you did, did you get a really bad education? Yeah, that's capitalism too. We're going to save you. Like I think they just keep changing what it is that they're offering to people. Just like someone trying to fit it, you know, got a bunch of keys on a ring and you're trying to figure out which key opens the lock. And I think that's why there's this lack of definitions. They need to keep things flexible so that they can figure out what triggers people to want what they think they these guys are offering if that makes sense you know what that kind yeah, of reminds 100%. me of oh sorry go ahead i was gonna say oh you go ahead go ahead i was just what that kind of reminds me of is a mother trying to like motivate her kid to do something oh it's like well, why, why should i get up and go to school oh, well do you like this do you want that well, no okay we gotta try this how about how about this it's just it's molding it to whatever to get the person motivated and on their side like it's a very early childhood kind of thing. Hey, I don't know. That's that, that's just yeah. what. Well, especially sorry, especially if the especially if the answer is foreordained, 
you know, like if if the kids like you have to go to kindergarten. You know, yeah. oh, well, you, you liked it there. You liked that teacher. They have candy. They're all yes. these wonderful other kids. Like when it's preordained, it's like, okay, what do I have to do in a sense to just shut you up because you're getting, you're, I'm dragging you there anyway. It's happening no matter what. And yeah. that's the same and, thing. And that's, like and, communism is uh, going to happen, but I can just get you kind of on board so you don't resist it too much by offering you something that, that triggers you. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Why would you define things to be why would you define words when you could just make it convoluted and switch it and make it flexible just like you said to how yeah they want you to think well and especially if you're just like really don't care about the truth or 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 the value of the thing you just you've got this foregone conclusion and whatever it takes to get there and that's that's the only mindset you have about it well and bitcoin is the last bloody hope of the lower classes to stop getting themselves raped by inflation and war and these guys are like yeah but it uses a lot of energy <laughs> it's like okay so we're back to not caring about the poor anymore is that what we're doing well and, and money doesn't exist anyway of course steph come on well i mean he's, I, I he's right he, about fiat currency of course i think when he said that i meant i think he means like the the fiat money is isn't real because of course it isn't but he hated bitcoin too so I don't know. I I mean, uh, I I kind of disagree with that because uh, it exists. It's just it's it's with a gun to my head. It's it's me fleeing from something to create this void of value. You know, there's definitely something there. It's just a negative value. It's not a positive value. <laughs> hey man, banks don't use electricity. <laughs> right. Well, he yeah, was all I'm very big on industrialization, right? It, like, oh, the Soviet Union industrialized and took on the Nazis, and and the massive industrialization is like you you don't think that uses a lot of power, <laughs> but Bitcoin using power is really bad. It's like, can you pick a fucking lane? This is all I have. Like, just it's so I shouldn't say it's bewildering. I guess it's by design, but it's like pick a lane for God's sakes. You know, Bitcoin is really bad because it uses electricity and it's bad for the environment but you know it was really great soviet industrialization <laughs> that uses a lot of power bad for the, i don't know it's just it's just wild again again there's no particular consistency they're just trying to figure out which key fits right yeah so when they say oh yeah fake money you the average person would first think about fiat money right but as soon as you bring up um crypto of course he wants to shut it down real quick by some propaganda about some environmental bs because he's like, oh, that's that's my that's the antidote antidote to the virus that I want to keep going on, which is the the force and state. So he'd want you to first think about, oh, fiat's bad, so of course imaginary money isn't isn't real. And then when you bring up crypto, he just wants to shut that down from crypto. I mean, I th- and I think he's right it's that there's like more than flexible. enough. Yeah, there's more than enough land for everyone. I mean, I think that there is, uh, but who prevents you from going to build on the land? Who prevents but you, you know, from the, using the land, right? It's the government. The, the thing is, like, if there's more than enough land for everyone, then why are you warbling on about borders and boundaries anyways? It's just like, then we'll never have that problem. These people will never. So why are you worried about me enforcing my border if it, it's that's never the case? What happens is a group of people build a valuable society and then other people try to show up into it and, and gain the value from that society without necessarily having to have built it. Right. Yeah, I like the argument myself uh, just about you guys are really against borders, but you know that they shot anyone trying to leave the Soviet Union. At least I'm not talking about shooting people trying to leave a oh, country. Yeah. 
But that was capitalism. Yeah, if you don't like okay. America, you can just leave. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, where? Oh, and the wonderful, don't you know just how wonderful the healthcare system is in Cuba? Don't you just know how wonderful the healthcare system is in Cuba and oh, how yeah, terrible it is in Canada? Well, that's not real universal healthcare. You know that. It's capitalism, don't you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah so you could keep thinking capitalism is bad by just well, putting it with whatever that's bad is capitalism. Yeah, whatever people don't like is capitalism is like, wow, you're a political genius. Oh, the other thing too. Oh, gosh, what was it? Um, oh, yeah, that... that uh, that the state wants to keep, I'm sorry, the state wants to keep people healthy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just made no sense to me. Um, all right, sorry. Yeah, there were a couple I, I of really... people who had sorry. There a couple of the end. Go ahead. But there were a couple of people who had their hands raised. I didn't just notice till just recently. So feel free to join in too. Yeah, go ahead. I, yeah, hey, the, you know the guy with the bad microphone. Uh, his mask really slipped off at one point. He said something to the effect of like, uh, well, we're not interested in morality or something to that effect. And then the other guy, uh, the comic book guy saying uh, at the end, you know, when you beat somebody in, in sports or like a board game or something, and he's just totally compensating at the end. Okay, Steven, uh, Hey, I'll send you those eggs, by the way. It's like, you guys have no argument. You got this mail. So now he's trying to build himself up at the end. It's just, these guys have no morals at all. Com communist gobbledygook as Norm Macdonald would say. Huh, yeah. Was was he anti commie I guess so, right? Yeah. Yeah, Norma's Norma's a good guy. I like well, so one of my favorite lines is uh, right after OJ uh was acquitted, he said, Eh, well California just legalized murder. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. Yeah, wasn't Back that kind of what led to his end at SNL? That was one of the last. <laughs> Such a good bit. Yeah, now so tell me, tell me what you guys when... thought about. Like, I came in, I came in pretty hard and hot about the sort of them defending the YouTube and Twitter and Mailchimp bans and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, and I was kind of half and half about that because you know you can ignore that stuff and you know just sort of patiently and reasonably explain stuff, or you can come in kind of hot, which seemed more emotionally authentic, but I wasn't sure how it came across. Well, I thought his opening statement was the best he did, and then once once you made any arguments at all, it just totally crumbled into you're an ethno nationalist. <laughs> well, he said he knew why you were banned because you were ethno nationalist and anti-Semitic, all this just buzzword bullshit that didn't mean anything. So yep. he, I guess he was defending the platforms. Well, I, I think Which no, I, I think, think the anti-Semitic, I think the anti-Semitic stuff. I don't know much about JF's arguments, but I, I think that the anti-Semitic stuff was more pointed at him than me. I don't know why they kept bringing it up because it's not really something that's a big thing on me. Okay, yeah. The, the beginning part where he just did all that, all that BS about all the eggs, like like he's a five-year-old. Uh, I think it's all just like shaming, like toxic feminine shaming. And you were one hundred percent right to just shut it down because if you don't, they're just gonna keep keep uh, repeating it. He got a little bit at the end, but that's just him not taking in new information. Yeah, I, I really just, I really just, as I said earlier, just dislike this so much that you just call everything stupid before you rebut it. It's like, hey, look, if, if it's a good rebuttal, you don't need to call it stupid. And if it's a bad rebuttal, calling it stupid won't help at all with anybody with half a brain. I mean, of course it's stupid if it disagrees with me because I have to keep this fantasy or else I don't have any power. 
No, it goes back to when they were kids. I, I got to look up some of this uh, supposed uh, um, it, uh, Spanish anarchism that went on in the 1930s. My vague memory of it, it, it turned into the usual collectivist shit, shit show and show trials and struggle sessions and all the usual shit. But I just know that they, they trot this out like, uh, uh, oh, yeah, you know, but, but it worked perfectly in, 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 in Spain in the 1930s. And I think I think that's not the case. But, you know, without without more facts, I can't really rebut it. I mean, hmm. if, if you were talking about whataboutism, that was like kind of whataboutism because there's always like they bring up, oh, in this geographical location, the same thing happened, but it was good. But if you try to, if you even spend any time looking into it, it'll just turn out like every other case of communism or not real communism. That's what they would say. Oh, it's just come into, uh, yeah, I say strychnine kills people and they're like, oh, no, this guy didn't take strychnine. And then I say, no, no, it was strychnine. Here's the proof. And they say, well, it wasn't real strychnine. And it's just like, oh, go forget this. <laughs> I mean, it's just no right I think, thing. Think because the purpose is power. Like, yeah, just, just distracting you. Trying to gain power over you. Was it a just worthwhile like thing? To... Yeah, was it a worthwhile thing to do, do you think? I mean, it, it, it kind of like, you have to stop and do research on it, right? If you just bring it up. So it would just like stop what you were saying. Oh, arguing, no, sorry. I meant, about, sorry, like, I, I was unclear. I meant the yeah. debate as a whole, doing doing this debate. Was it a worthwhile use of time? It's like well, Friday Friday night, yeah. Rumble. I think it's entertaining. I thought it was it's great. Fun. It's very, I it's fun. It. It's, it is fun. Yeah. It's I think so it was much worthwhile fun. to the audience. But, <laughs> I don't think they got anything from what you were saying. No, well, yeah, I wouldn't say that. I tried to go in assuming that I was neutral, which lasts for about five minutes. <laughs> but <laughs> it's exciting, and it's kind yeah. of fun to think, like, if you had no idea what's going on, what side are you going to land on? That's a fun way to go into it. But that's a really hard thing to actually pull off. But if you can do it, that, I think it's totally worthwhile. It's like way more exciting than watching an MMA fight or a Super Bowl <laughs> or something. I mean, I mean, really, it's it's so fun to watch because it's a it's a type of fighting, you know. Like, and y'all are, and I thought they were the best communists that you have debated, even though I mean they were really. Uh, I thought they they were the best ones that you debated so far, but so it was a good fight to watch. Huh. Good. Good. Uh, anyone else? I, I think I think it was definitely valuable for the audience perspective. I don't. I. <laughs> I, I. I think they were largely a lost cause, uh, but uh, it was definitely worthwhile. You did. You got to bring up peaceful parenting a lot in a really great context, and hopefully, was it was great. very valuable for the audience. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's good for your audience. It's kind of like, oh, put Stefan on his feet. It's really fun to see. Like, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's pressure for you, but it's fun to see you kind of thrown into a little bit of a battle. But it is a, it's a little bit for It wasn't a little bit audience. of a battle, but yeah, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like, throw you in the ring and let your audience enjoy. And it's, it's, it's entertaining. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say you have to do this you know, once a week or something ridiculous, but it's fun to see once in a while. And it's, it kind of reinforces, I mean, I speak for myself, but it reinforces that it's so 
clearly like what you say is so clear. Oh God. <laughs> it's 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 just nice to see you flex your muscles a little bit and to watch it and enjoy it. But it's kind of it's like a movie where you already know the ending, which you know, you, you kinda know how it's gonna work out. But you kinda hope for a really strong battle. You'd hope for better opponents. But it's it's still very entertaining. It's, it's, it's the like thing that would make these play a little league team, and you hope the little league team puts up a good fight. And you say, "Oh, well, they try." Yeah. Hard. The guys are just on there yeah, to raise their profile. They're like, you're, you're the, like Mike, you tell he's just thrilled to be in the base. He's like happy to be there. He didn't really have much arguments. Yeah, the, but the thing that he, would... I don't think his goal was to have strong arguments. His goal no, was, was to, to be, be as confusing as possible. And as sorry, as was this the comic book guy? Yeah, I, to me, I thought that I just thought like someone said that they uh, had the thought sophists come to mind, and I had that thought too. I was like, these guys are master sophists. They uh, they're very good at being confusing and not uh, not allowing the other person to form like valid concepts or. Like every time you had a really good point, I noticed that they were the first people to change subjects. <clears throat> like they didn't uh, want. But to... people get that as a concession unconsciously, right? The fact that they never replied to my first argument about supporting giant corporations smashing working class guys' access to the means of production, uh, the fact that they never addressed that, it comes across whether it's unconscious or not. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of all the like, communist propaganda from, yeah, like in the Western world now. Like all started from like the 60s or that, that past then. Like I think they learned a couple lessons from that. Oh, 30s, yeah. 30s, they were cranking out the pro-Soviet movies and all that. It's been close to a century, really. Yeah. Well, that, that's yeah, I mean, kind yeah. of the, the bummer is I, I, I go into these debates kind of masochistic, like <clears> – <throat> Yeah, change my worldview. I'm so excited to just like get wrecked right now, and then they just drive an RC car with a firecracker in it, and and then blow it up, and it's just total shit, which is kind of a bummer. It's it's just, yeah, the thing it's, that would uh, sorry, go ahead. The the thing that would have left me speechless would be to see these guys well, like I, I think have some the input. Why they have to be confusing is because like communism exists in confusion. So they can't be rational. Like if communism is their goal, then they can't like be consistent. And well, I they said they, they yeah, that. they said very clearly they don't have to be. They, you can't be moral to achieve communism, which means that they don't have to act with integrity and honesty in the debate. Like they very much confess that in in the debate that they don't have to be virtuous. They don't have to be good, and so they can lie. They can make things up. They can obfuscate. They can like because. They're very much confessing that there's no honor in the debate for them. Yeah, yeah for to, me, to, that yeah. was, if for anything, the debate was worth just for that moment when uh, you touched on the morals and how they strangely avoided defining good or admitting that they have some values that they follow because otherwise they wouldn't be interested in doing anything. So, especially that brand guy, he had that weird contradiction so on one side he was kind of determinist about the state about everything 
but at, at the other on the other hand he was i mean clearly believing in some kind of free will because he believed that the right people would go to power if they believed his morals so it's it's a, it's a but, weird contradiction i don't know what you think about it but, but just but you don't know anything that he really believes all you know is what he said i think yeah well I yeah mean, we can yeah. only suppose right but th- that's it's... definitely a contradiction well they said the that they, i mean they they clearly confessed that there was no moral definition or consistency that they were interested in pursuing but it, the and I think, I think they people were interested want... in something, right? So, but well, power. They're, they're they're in power, I would assume. Very, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But they're also admitting. Uh, in, I'm sorry. They're also admitting in the debate that they're willing to lie in the debate, right? Because right. that's right. not a thing they won't do. Yeah, I mean, honesty is is good, and they said they could even define good or their pursuit or what, yeah, what they believe it was is it even part of morality. Yeah, to the to the audience, to if someone like someone's hearing what they're saying, they're like, "Oh, I'm not getting any answers." Oh, this this guy, uh, they wouldn't really know it, but like if Steph wanted to, like, make like a, a logical course, like a, a Socratic course, they just say, "Oh, well, um, make it complicated." I mean, who uh, to anyone who's looking for answers, where would they go if they want to look for answers? Like, they they just go to the state, right? If the, all the information is all confusing and they have a willingness to want to know what is good and how do I do better at what I'm doing right now or how do I improve stuff, if no answers are in front of you, of course you'd like go to, to some malevolent state, just like how people go to God to for answers. Yeah, and uh, the I think that the recommended you know. Uh, best steps forward that you put forward versus what they put forward is like couldn't possibly be more opposite so they're saying we need to have a violent like revolution and then you're saying we need to raise our kids more peacefully like those couldn't be more opposite well it's also fascinating that the violent revolution guys are perfectly welcome on twitter and youtube but not me right (laughs) It's like, well, okay. Yeah, because okay. they support the already already in place communist propaganda. Right, yeah, yeah, of course. All right, so if you haven't Sad. jumped in, jump in now if you wanted to to uh, get something in. I think yeah. part of the tactic that I noticed is uh, like being very vague. So that kind of makes makes it harder for the opposition to attack anything because they're always so vague about what they believe in and they really mostly reacted to what you said they haven't really proposed anything of their own it was very reactionary well the the whole like basis of like marxism is sort of isn't it like moral relativism is one of the 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 pillars of that it kind of reminds me of the debate with uh, gary epi where it's like there's always some way to weasel out of some sort of definition and a way to basically, you know, appeal to everyone's biases by saying, oh, it can be this and it could also be this and it could also be that. So it's like the person who's listening, the audience can then interpret that. And, and rather than having their ideas stand on merits because they don't have any merit, 
they they do that in order to deceive people into like seeing what they want to see and taking away from that i think that's the whole basis and the whole goal and strategy that they apply because they they can't like their ideas don't stand on merit alone yeah exactly because uh, if they don't stand on anything you can't really pick and choose what you, you can't really perceive what what they're about so sometimes yeah, for some listeners it, it might seem like they're winning or something. I mean, for me, it was clearly uh, they lost the debate, but some people might think otherwise. Uh, like if you don't have anything concrete to stand on, you just you're, on a, you're just standing on a sinkhole, and you're you're not getting you can't stand on a sinkhole. You're gonna sink down to to whatever evils is down there because you have to go somewhere, right? Right, but I, I think it's just part of the strategy, right? Like I know we talked about like sophists and stuff, but it's like the part of the strategy is to 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 deceive people into thinking that like you know um, two people see the same movie but come away with with a different interpretation, right? And and the reason being is because they have their own biases and their own thoughts and their own way that, and so it's like they're purposefully like um, making things murky so that way people will go away and interpret things. The way how that they want rather than exactly, like yeah 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 I mean, if, if everyone has their own thoughts about something that sh yeah, should be objective like morality the oops i just lost my train of thought sorry <laughs> damn it was going to be great too i could tell <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was sniffing it when well, it went out an another reason why i liked the debate is because like so, you know, they're they're advocating for confusion, and you're advocating for clear thinking. And then, I also have that kind of in my own head, you know, where I have a confusion, like a confusing part of how I think, and a clear thinking part of how I think. And then, so watching that, watching YouTube battle it out, kind of also is similar to the conversation inside my own head, if that makes sense. Yeah, you, you can't really argue against ideas that you've never positively entertained. You have to give them the best hearing in your own mind. And they have to be as convincing as possible, otherwise you can't really debate against them. That's about the mistake. I mean, they needed to absorb my arguments and argue as strongly as possible for them in order to argue well against them. But because they just dismissed me without homonyms, they, they're showing up without any ammunition, so to speak. I mean, if I was up against uh, somebody who'd wrote an entire book on debating, um, <laughs> I would, I'd spend at least a week preparing. No, I, I just like uh, make it confusing. So, and you wouldn't let you, I wouldn't let you, your answers be, your, your questions be answered. I just uh, make it all confusing. I don't have to prepare if I can just destroy the building instead of building on top of it. All right. Any last uh, thoughts or comments? Yeah, I think the most interesting post-debate I was in was, am I mistaken? Were you ever on Blue Politics, Stefan? Uh, Discord. It's been a. It's been a. I don't think so. <clears throat> oh, maybe I don't know. It's been been many years. It was something like that where I left the debate and got on the opposing side voice chat, and it was. Very, it's it's just, it's just funny to hear. Like, it's like you said, you like trying to change people's opinions. Like a debate's not trying to change opinions necessarily. It's it's 
stating your argument and letting people watch and hear that. It's not about like winning or losing, but going on an opposing uh, post chat debate. It's it's all the same stuff too. Kind of, it's just like oh, Stefan just fell flat on his face. Like oh, this is terrible. What a what a joke. It's just <laughs> kind of funny to see that. Oh, you mean It'd like really the other, everybody? Every side thinks they won, right? Oh, of course. Every time, every single time, every time. Yeah, and so my thought is, it's more important for the 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 silent viewers that don't participate that are actually listening and want to understand. Because, like you said, you you'll have people on both sides go, "Oh, that person won," or "That person won." But at the end of the day, what really matters is the, the people that are actually paying attention and want, like, have an open mind and, you know, basically, you know, Pareto distribution, you know, you've got, you know, a small number of people who are going to participate but, uh, and, and be vocal and speak out. But you're going to have a large group of people who are going to be silent. And those are the people that I think benefit the most. Yeah. Well, man, at the end of the day. You can't say like Stefan, oh like you you destroyed those people, but it's like wow, you, you did such an amazing job of standing up for our side and I appreciate that so much. Because it doesn't matter, like nobody's like on that on that maybe you know, there's probably a few people that change opinions, but on that side of the argument, they're all saying the same stuff. But I think you did such a great job of standing up for this side of the argument and I really appreciate that. Oh, thank you. I mean, I'm I'm aware that you guys are supporting what I'm doing, and um, I, it it certainly matters to me that I'm doing a good job. Which is, of course, why you know, if there's anything that crosses your mind, like even if it's later or whatever, just drop me a line and and tell me things I can do better. Because uh, again, I I get that I'm representing. Yeah, I'm. I'm so happy that I'm here, and just that you're representing the stuff that I care about. It's, it's such a pleasure. I really appreciate it. Fantastic. All right. Uh, well, listen, thanks guys. I should probably try and get some kind of sleep in uh, tonight, but uh, I wanted to do a bit of decompress. Uh, it was also, it was bloody long too. My God, it was almost three hours, uh, which I thought was a bit excessive, but um, um, that, that was the, uh, <laughs> I guess that was the deal. So, All right, Steph. Well, night, night. Sleep well. Yeah, you too, guys. Thanks, thanks, Emil, for the feedback, and uh, we'll talk soon. Bye. See you soon.